This is Blooming Transformations with your host, Laura Kossoff. Welcome to Blooming Transformations. I'm Laura Kossoff, and I am incredibly excited to introduce today's guest, a colleague and friend who is filled with so much positive energy and wisdom. Melissa Roberts of Living Whole is a professional coach, trainer, speaker, and author. Her area of expertise is helping women get clear on their life purpose. Melissa hosts the podcast Tea Time with Melissa and is the author of Living Whole and Empowered. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much, Laura. It is my pleasure to be here and be on your podcast. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. So please share with us a little about your work and your journey to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So I've always been one that was interested in helping encourage others, primarily women, because we have such a difficult time with with so many of the hats we wear and the roles we play. And so I really found it to be comforting and added value to myself as I was hopefully adding value to others. So I worked in positions like managing people in corporate America, decided corporate America was not for me, went into higher education and started to coach and enjoyed it immensely. And then decided this is definitely my calling. I feel gifted at this. I really feel like I flow when I'm doing it. So my main purpose really is to add value to others. Beautiful. The focus of your coaching is helping other people get clarity on their life purpose. Would you share how you define what a life purpose is? Absolutely. So when I talk to people about their life's purpose, I generally will start with what is that thing that you would do? It, It didn't matter if you didn't get paid for it. It's almost like you do it by mistake. You know, others have to kind of say, hey, you're good at that. And how often I identify as your gifting, that thing that you flow in. Sometimes others have to make you aware of it, but you flow in it. And typically people who are flowing in their gifting, they're going to do it regardless of pay. So you should get compensated for Uh for the value you bring to others. Absolutely. But the thing about it is, is that you find such peace and pleasure in operating in that thing. And I feel that it is definitely a divine purpose. I feel that it's something that we're born with. Many of us have to be be made aware of what it is sometimes, you know, sometimes we can't identify it specifically in terms of a vocation. And so that's where I come in. I help to clarify that for women primarily, helping them to identify what that gifting is and what they flow in and what they get most pleasure out of. And typically it is adding value to others. You look at your gifting, it not usually is something that you keep for yourself. It's something that you're, you're giving to others. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes is by Pablo Picasso. And it says, the meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. So we're meant to share it. It's it's something that we have, but that will bring value to others. So once you help someone get clear on her purpose, how do you help her activate that? Yeah, so that's a process. And for everyone, that looks different depending on where they are in their life, what their priorities are. At the point that they reach out to me, it typically is a priority to get clear. And so we will start a process and we will start to talk about ways that you can begin 
to walk out that purpose on a daily basis, whether that means looking at opportunities in your current job function, seeing how to transition more aligned with what that purpose is, or for some women, it is taking that big leap of faith and stepping out there and walking out that purpose right away. It does take some coaching. If it's something new to you, you're going to oftentimes feel that you're walking kind of blindly, trial and error. So it it just takes um, someone walking beside you and encouraging you, creating that space of safety to be vulnerable and to make mistakes because it's not going to all happen overnight. And just creating a safe environment for the ladies that I help so that they feel really comfortable in walking that purpose out. We'll start with some goal setting. Where do you want to be? What is the time frame you're looking at? And then we talk about how you get there. And what are the challenges that you see that women often face in trying to clarify and activate their life purpose? Yeah, so some of the challenges I see and I could probably speak to as I was jumping out there was, you know, is this really what I need to be doing right now at this time and at this point in my life and giving themselves permission to activate that gift. And that is the biggest challenge I think women face is giving themselves permission, whether that is do I want to leave my job now? Is it the right time? Um, What are my friends going to think? What's my family going to think? Will I have the support? And so really, I'm finding the most challenges are when women are clarifying their gifting is giving themselves permission to go ahead and activate it. And so again, depending on a, a person's support group, that can look very different for everyone. It can look very different depending on if they have that level of support, where if they feel that this is completely opposite from what I'm doing now vocationally. And because I have such a passion behind it and want to walk out my purpose in this way, do I have the support measures behind me in order to be able to do that until I can build a future in this area? And um, your coaching work is based on a wholeness principle encompassing Mm -hmm. the mind, body, and soul. I know we have that in common and we've talked about that. Would you tell us more about your approach? Yeah, absolutely. It interests me when I meet people and they are almost um, surprised that certain parts of their life is not flowing where they feel needs to be flowing. They're not receiving it any positivity in certain parts of their life. And uh, when we start to talk about other areas of their life, and then I say, well, you know, that's actually connected. It's almost surprising that if you're not in the right headspace, if you're physically, you're not where you need to be health-wise, and then your emotions, your spirit, your soul is not where it needs to be in a healthy manner, that all of these things are connected and they will interfere if one is out of alignment. Absolutely. And so I find it very interesting that when I talk with someone, how it's almost a light bulb goes Mm -hmm. on. They're like, okay, so if I get my health in order, then some of these other things can kind of work out. Absolutely. Because if you're feeling better physically, then emotionally, mentally, you're going to be feeling better about yourself and what you can accomplish. Right. And then you're going to be wanting to feed your spirit. Mm-hmm. you know, and then you're going to be in a better place. Since we've talked, I've been looking, so adding to that, 
relationships, you know, they have to be in a healthy manner as mm-hmm. well. And by those being out of whack or out of alignment, mm-hmm. you know, your the relationships in your life can create some tensions in the other areas. So absolutely mind, body and spirit, as well as relationships, because we are relational beings. You know, although some of us might want to walk through this life all alone and just tunnel vision and just doing our thing, that's not how we were created. We were created to need other humans. Yeah, we are social creatures for for sure. I love that you say that every person has a superpower in their story. Would you explain that to us? Yes. So I am an avid, anybody who really knows me, they know how much I love Marvel movies. And I believe that I really love them because typically superhero comes from very normal, average backgrounds. They know that they are different in some way, but they don't know that they offer a great gift or special superpower that could help the world. And just coming from that kind of upbringing, kind of mindset to, hey, what I have actually can help others. What I bring to the table is of some value. We all have a story. You know, everyone that you meet has a story. Everyone comes from certain backgrounds and certain surroundings and have certain life experiences. And those stories, whether or not make you the person that you are today, how you communicate that story is what's most important. It's whether or not you utilize that as a superpower, because then you're using that to bring value to others as you're sharing your story. Parts of your story can always be very helpful to the people that you speak with. So that's why I say often that your story is your superpower because there's someone out there that needs to hear your story. There's someone out there that is waiting to hear that they are not the only one. They need to hear from you. So that's your superpower. I love that. that. The intention of your podcast, Tea Time with Melissa, on which I was honored to be a guest, is to encourage your listeners to be the very best versions of themselves. Would you share with us uh, more about your podcast? Absolutely. Yes. Tea Time with Melissa. I love Tea Time with Melissa. (laughs) Um, It was something that was birthed actually out of the pandemic. I was looking for a way to just help in my circle, my community. At that point, I really was just thinking about my Facebook family who I would read constantly of the high levels of anxiety and stress and the trauma that many friends and families were feeling. As a result of the pandemic, you know, people are more isolated. Families are coming back together and trying to figure out how to maneuver through life with each other. You know, now that mom and dad's working from home and kids are going to school, how do we work this all out? Typically, we're all off in our own separate spaces. And so that created, I noticed that that created some high levels of tension in the home. And I really think that the pandemic, although some of those behaviors in terms of emotional behaviors and emotional unbalances that people had, I think that the pandemic just kind of put a magnifying glass on it, just kind of heightened all of that for everyone. And there was this all of a sudden this heightened sensitivity um, around everything concerning relationships, family, 
emotional health, wellness. And so I wanted a way to speak to anyone really that would listen. Ways to be calm, be peaceful, know that this is the season. And these are some ways that you can help keep calm, stay in that place where you can continue to activate your, your positive thinking and where you can continue to help others and where you can continue to really just help yourself. And so I was giving practical tips. And so I then I started the podcast. I said, this is great. People are responding. And it really offers a platform for me to have guest professionals on to talk about areas of life where we can help each other progress and move forward in our calling and in our destinies. Yeah, wonderful. I think that um, what I love about it is that it's done in such a caring way and it's very conversational. So it's it's almost like you're just joining um, yeah. a chat with some friends and um, it's and I, I think it's very helpful information and, and really valuable, especially now. So I'm, I'm grateful. For, Absolutely. For that. And that is one thing that I really love about Tea Time with Melissa, because I love it's just about really sitting down and having a chat with my friend while we're helping somebody else. And you told me that it was your intention to write a book this year. And that dream Absolutely. is true with the publication of your book, Living Whole and Empowered. Please tell us about it. Absolutely. So excited about the project. <laughs> yes, that was one of my goals that I've set out for myself this year was to publish a self-help book a collaborative project that I've done with some dynamic ladies who are professionals in their own right, in their areas. I have therapists, ministers, coaches, and people that have just experienced life from very traumatic places and are now on the other side. It was this past spring, I did an empowerment circle for women. And it was a live webinar where I had about seven practitioners come on and they had 10 minutes to empower women. It was fantastic. It was amazing. I enjoyed it. Very strategic in the women that I asked because I wanted them to put out the opportunity to empower other women and to offer also an opportunity for women to ask questions. From that came Living Whole and Empowered, which is the book project. Each woman had a chapter, seven collaborative authors. Book sales are going great. The feedback that we're getting from the book is fantastic. Each woman had their own spin on how to empower, and it all flowed together nicely. So I hope you have a chance to read it. It's a very short read. We reached number one on the bestseller list for new releases through Amazon. We also reached number one on the bestseller for short read, self-help book. My prayer really is that it helps as many women as it possibly can, regardless of the book sales. Fantastic. I'm thrilled for you. I'm really excited and can't wait to, to read it. Your work reminds me of the Japanese concept of Ikigai, which is based on being on your path and living your purpose. And the four elements of it are doing what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. And what I've found so interesting is that research has shown that people who were living this had greater longevity, 
lower stress levels, less anxiety, better sleep, and lower rates of cardiovascular disease, in addition to just feeling happier and having a greater sense of well-being. So do you feel that you've experienced that in your life with living your purpose, that it's affected all areas of your life? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that research definitely is key. And if you are aligned with your purpose, you will, you give yourself permission to step out there and walk it out. You will find that in every area of your life, not that you won't be still faced with challenges, but you will approach life from a completely different perspective. There's freedom. There's peace. Again, it really is about you giving back. For me, it wasn't a question whether or not I was going to walk this out. It was it was non-negotiable mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. It was something that I had to do and I was going to do it. So yeah. that is how I coach my clients. We have to determine, is, is this a non-negotiable or are you still kind of <laughs> kind of right. trying to figure things out or give yourself yeah. permission? But yeah, to live that long life of longevity, freedom, a life of peace and a life of you feeling that you're valued and you're bringing value to others and you get paid to do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, honey. Yes. absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And I think one of the most beautiful things that I've experienced in my life in doing work that I love and, and feel is meaningful and helpful to others is that it's refueling. I get energized by it. It's not the same kind of feeling of being depleted after finishing a project. I get excited and think, what's the next project? Who's the next person I can interview? What's the next thing I can write about? What's the new thing I can research to help a client? Um, And so that's one of the most beautiful things is that it's replenishing. Absolutely. And you say that and I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. Because I am already working on my next book. I'm like, I already have the title. I already know what it's going to be about. Yes. And I can't wait to get out there and do some research and help the next person. So really, it is very impactful. It's self-fulfilling. Um, when you are able to give of yourself in that area of life's purpose, it really is. Yeah, beautiful. And just in closing, if someone listening is is wishing to find and actualize her life purpose, um, what would you recommend as a starting point? Yeah, so I would recommend as a starting point to sit down and really reflect. If we're talking outside of investing in yourself and getting a coach, I would say there has to be at some point some investment that you have to make on yourself. But there definitely needs to be some time of reflection um, some time of really looking at your life as do you feel that what you are doing is providing you with a sense of well-being, emotional stability, that your focus is on the relationships that you have in your life? And how do you feel at the end of the day? So sitting down and taking some time and maybe if you have someone that you can kind of chat with about some of the ideas. I'd say be very strategic in how you do that because not everyone, unfortunately, is going to be a cheerleader in your corner. And it's just because society is we're almost brainwashed in so many different ways that we have to look a certain way. We have to do things a certain way. And so you don't want any negativity to come in to starting your life's purpose or even looking at how you need to do that. But if you find that difficult, then I would definitely say invest in yourself and get a life coach. 
-hmm. Get someone that is going to ask you all the right questions. Mm -hmm. We'll talk through with you those things that you think you can take care of on your own, but you don't really think about. So you have someone that will ask you all the right questions and will challenge you. Mm-hmm. Right. To think outside of what you're accustomed to doing or how you're accustomed to thinking. Um, I think that will be really up there with mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. of the first things to do. Um, yeah. Although I did not start out with a coach, mm-hmm. I started out with mentors, mm-hmm. you know, people that I felt were valuable in my circle. They poured into my life. I trusted them in terms of knowing that if I went to them with a question or just kind of brainstorming, that they wouldn't just tell me what I wanted to hear or mm-hmm. they felt like I needed to hear, but they would tell me what was necessary in order for me to progress forward. So I had mentors and I mm-hmm. still have mentors. I tell even a coach, you know, someone who operates in, in the industry that a coach should have a coach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I think as as life coaches, we can provide to clients that we're holding the space for them, we're holding their vision. And there's a level of accountability because if they continue to work with us, we're, we're reviewing and saying, how did this week go? And and okay, there were some challenges there. Let's let's take a look at that. And that we have tools that we can share. And if one thing doesn't work, we'll try something else. And so it's right. it's really having all those resources available to you on on that journey. Um, right. It's really like having a guide who's a few steps ahead um, who can right. who can help. Absolutely. And someone that is going to be there, almost that cushion, you know, when you're not real sure of how you're going to land. You know, I think back to my old, old, old years of being a gymnast, thinking about when I went tumbling. And if I didn't have that cushion there to protect my landing, then I probably was not going to try that again. You know, (laughs) but a coach is someone that can provide that level of cushion so that even if it doesn't turn out exactly the way you feel like it should have, you have that cushion to say, okay, let's come back. What can we do differently? What did you learn from that? Most importantly, Mm -hmm. how did it make you feel through the process? Did it feel good celebrating those milestones? What did you do well? Mm -hmm. And so all of that makes, makes a big difference. All of that. Absolutely. Well, you can find out more about Melissa's work on her website, livingwhole-lifecoach.com. Her podcast, Tea Time with Melissa, is on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and other listening platforms. I've included these links as well as the one for ordering her book, Living Whole and Empowered, on my podcast page on Buzzsprout and on my website where the podcasts are listed. Melissa, thank you so much for talking with us today and sharing your work. It's always a treat to chat with you. So it's an especial privilege to have you on the podcast to share your warm energy and positive insights with the listeners. So thank you very, very much. The pleasure truly is all mine, Laura. You have been my dynamic positive force that I've added into my community. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Truly is my privilege. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. This is Laura Kossoff. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, bloominglifepossibilities.com.